Welcome to the podcast, Just Saying. My name is Joe McCormick. I'm your host. Today, we're going to talk about making false assumptions that can get you into trouble as a communicator. As you may know, I've written a book called Brief, Make a Bigger Impact by Saying Less, and I've written a book called Noise, Living and Leading When Nobody Can Focus. And if you're new to the podcast, I'm really excited that you're here. Check out all the other previous episodes. We've got many, many episodes for me to choose from. And if you've been here before, super happy to have you back. Well, today we're going to talk about assumptions. You know, what happens when you make an assumption? You you think something's true, but only to find out that, you know what? I thought that that was true, but it's actually not true. It's not the case at all. And what really got me thinking about this is something that I teach in our course, but I just started thinking about assumptions that we make when we communicate. And I kind of put them into four, like a bucket of four of them. And, um, and I think that they get us in trouble. They get us in trouble as communicators. And we need to know because we make them and we don't know that we're doing it and we do it. And only to find out that, wow, that wasn't good. Um, I remember having a conversation uh, with this uh, major lieutenant colonel at Fort Bragg. And she said something about how she hears that people prepare people in these in some of these uh, units to before they deploy about how they we we're talking about communication, you know, how to prepare people's communicators and stuff. And, and she said that she had heard that what they tell people before they deploy is whatever you do when you communicate, whatever you do, just don't sound like a weirdo. That was like their going out the door advice. And that just made her laugh and made me laugh. Like, don't sound like a weirdo. And maybe in some ways, these assumptions make you sound like a weirdo. I don't know. But but they certainly, the reason I'm talking to you about this today is because each of them will cause our audience to have to struggle to stay connected with what we're saying. It, it'll make them work harder unnecessarily. And obviously, we don't want that to happen. We, we, we want to keep people connected. And, and even more importantly, I would say that we need to know when and where we lose people. We might get like a nodding of their head, like body language. I've done a podcast on real and fake nodding loops where people are nodding their heads like, oh, and they're like, oh, you're following what I'm saying. Actually, they're not. Um, You know, when and where you lose people, like how hard it is to listen. You know, just we talked about that recently, like listening is tough. It's really tough. We want to make it easier for people to, to listen to what we're saying or just you have a point to make and it just never gets through. Like it's you swing and you miss, but we need to know when and where these things happen. And I've isolated four areas where we make these false assumptions. Um, and I'm going to walk you through them and they're, they, they cause us to be confusing. They cause us to be irrelevant. Um, they cause people to, to us to seem insensitive, inopportune, maybe even in worse in this environment where it's really noisy, that we're tone deaf, like we're just completely unaware and we just talk and it's completely confusing. So let's let's kind of go through them. There's a list and quickly through the list, I'll just hit them and then we'll walk through each of them. The four false assumptions are an assumption of time, an assumption of knowledge, an assumption of interest, an assumption of attention. And they're in a particular order. So the first one is a, is a false assumption of time. We talk to people assuming they have time to talk to us. For as obvious as it sounds, it happens all the time. You call a person or you go into their office or you approach a person needing to talk to that person for 10 minutes and you assume that they have 10 minutes. 
without even asking, or it's just, you know, I've got an urgent thing and, and then you don't, we don't even ask, do you have time to talk right now? Is now still a good time? Do you have a hard stop? I need to talk to you for 15 minutes about this. Can I do that right now? Or will you have 15 minutes in, you know, today? Are you on a deadline or do you have a meeting or something else to go to? You, you find out, do you have time? And do you have the amount of time that I need? For as obvious as it sounds, people don't do this. They just think, oh, why well, need it? You have it. And it's a false assumption. So don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Ask first if they have time. Second thing is a false assumption of knowledge. There's a number of different ways of looking at this. And I, I, one, of them, one of them that drives me crazy, and I think it's a real big issue for people, is the assumption of technical knowledge if you're talking to people that are indifferent in a different capacity. So I, I work with a lot with people in the military. And one of the things I constantly tell them is when you're talking to a non-military audience, make sure that you translate acronyms because it's shorthand and they don't know what you're talking about. One of the acronyms that I, I laugh at is TDY, you know, and TDY is a, is a military acronym for traveling on business. Temporary duty, I think it stands for. And people use it like a term, like I'm going TDY. You know, if, but if you're talking to somebody who's not in the military, they're like, where are you going? And I, my joke is, you know, that I thought it was a city. Like you go to RDU or SFO or ORD or DCA, or like, I guess they're traveling through a place called TDY. And people laugh at that because it's kind of funny. But I, 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 I need you to tell me. Don't assume that I know what that means. So when you go from different audience to audience, know that they have different vernacular. That's one way of a false assumption of knowledge. Another one, which is really, really easy to fall into, is assuming people remember what you said the last time you talked to them. This happens all, especially when you're talking to senior leaders. We assume that they have somehow a photographic memory of everything that we said the last time we talked. And that's not the case. Please, please, please refresh my memory. Don't assume that I have, you know, everything written out to the last word of what you said. And people do that consistently. They assume that people know the context or the background or the last conversation or they remembered everything. And if you've followed senior leaders or senior executives like I have, one of the things you observe is, is in a day, you go from meeting to meeting to conversation to conversation. I mean, you're talking consistently to people all, all day long about different things. Well, if you're one of those people talking in, in a time slot, remember that there was 10 things before it and 10 things after it. And, oh, by the way, when you talked to that person the last time, maybe two weeks ago, they may not remember a thing that you said. You have to remind them, refresh their memory, restate. It doesn't have to be long. It could be brief. Just a couple of minutes, not, not even. Hey, uh, you got you know, I, I need to talk to you um, about this thing. Remember the last time we talked, we, I, I was telling you about this meeting and we had 10 people in it and that two people really brought up some objections and the person says, oh, okay, now I remember. So bring my mind back into it. Don't assume knowledge like that. People do it all the time. Number three, assuming interest. Assuming interest. I care about something, but I assume that you care about it just like I do. No. I mean, I, I, I have to, to confirm interest, not assume it. 
I mean, I might absolutely love talking about soccer or love talking about, um, you know, you know, astrophysics. I actually don't, but you know what I'm saying? It's like I love talking about, you know, my new grill or, or whatever. But that doesn't mean you care a lick about that. But I assume that you do because I love talking about it that you do, too. And this happens to people where, you know, they're on a topic that really they get jazzed about. And they're thinking, well, because I get jazzed, everybody gets jazzed. I remember once doing a course and it was it was remarkable because this guy was sitting there and he had this clearly this look on his face like he just had an epiphany. He had this aha moment. And I looked at him. I'm like, clearly he had something to say. I'm like, hey, so what's going on? Like you just had a little mini breakthrough. What? And he stopped and he said this to everybody in the, in the, in the course. I just realized that people don't care about the things that I care about the way I care about them. And it was a big takeaway for him. Like I get really, I, he, in other words, he's like, I geek out about stuff thinking that everybody geeks out like I do. They don't. Now, that doesn't mean that just because people don't share an interest the way you do, that they can't become interested. But just don't assume that interest. I'm working on a deadline or an initiative or a really important project, and I walk in and everybody thinks it's a burning issue like I do. No, I, ha- I can't assume that interest. I have to maybe build it. I maybe need, need find out where their interest intersects with mine. Um, but I can't, I can't just assume that. And people do it all the time. I think that everybody cares about things the way I do is a huge false assumption. Don't fall into it. And the last one on the list is the assumption of attention. And I put it last because even if, even if I get the time right, I don't assume that they have time. I know how much time they have and I, they, they remember and they've got the right level of knowledge and oh boy, they even have interest. Their interest is there. I may fall into the trap of thinking and assuming that I can hold their attention indefinitely and realize that for people that have time, have knowledge, that have the right level of interest, holding their attention indefinitely is very difficult. And you can't assume that. You have to earn it up front and you have to maintain it over time. And it takes an intentional effort to do that constantly, constantly reminding yourself that there are so many things competing for people's attention. Like right now, you're listening to this podcast and I don't know where you are. You might be in your car. You might be in your house. You might be walking around. You might be uh, flying a kite. You might be, I don't know what you're doing in an airplane, but I, I, I assume that you can pay attention forever. It's one of the reasons why I make these so short because holding attention for a long period of time is difficult. Don't assume people can pay attention. There's a lot of other things for them to pay attention to. And, oh, by the way, that are competing for it. Like right in the middle of a conversation, their phone goes off or their door knocks or they remember something or you say something that triggers them. I mean, our mind is elusive. It's going in a million directions. That's one of the reasons, one of the big reasons I wrote the book Noise is that there's so many things competing for our attention. So I'm telling you this because I don't want you to assume that even if you do all the things right, that you can hold somebody's attention indefinitely. It's difficult. It's very difficult. So don't assume that. Okay. All right. Take breaks. Like if you have to do a a presentation, even if you do all the right things, maybe take a break. Okay. We're going to take a 10 minute break. Check your phone. 
you know, check your email, stretch your legs, go for a walk. Maybe we take breaks and we're like, all right, so we're going to take a three-minute break and you can write down a question you have or a comment or an observation. Let your audience or the people you talk to respond, converse, say something. Um, give them, don't assume the attention like I'm talking and they can just listen. I, let them respond back. Give them a role. So you're, 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 really, you're really gaining the, their attention, holding it. I think that really when we do that, we, we start knowing that people are paying attention and not hoping or assuming. And that's just, that's the fourth. So just wrapping it up, it's just don't assume, confirm. Don't talk, maybe listen more. Don't, don't dominate, maybe find an opportunity to concede. And don't be a weirdo. Just saying. <laughs> 